Hi, welcome to Growing Memos, the podcast with Njava Sibnyala. I've been going through a lot of changes in my personal life and shifts in my consciousness, so I was holding off on recording any new podcast episodes, and I was taking time to gain some clarity over the direction of my many ongoing ventures. But I'm really excited about today's episode because we're talking about building confidence, and confidence is one of my favorite topics. I want to start by defining confidence. Confidence is a state of feeling certain about the truth of something or feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation for one's own abilities and qualities. Given these definitions, it's really strange that if you go on Google right now and type in how to build confidence, so many articles will pop up with titles like 21 tactics to build your self-confidence, seven proven methods to become more confident, 52 simple ways to improve your self-confidence, and so on. While I honestly agree with the majority of these articles and I think they provide a lot of good information, but when it comes to confidence, I think it's pretty vague and a little bit unhelpful because when we go back to the definition of confidence, It is appreciation of one's own abilities and qualities. Then an article about building confidence should technically be about how to appreciate your own qualities and abilities. And so rather than focusing on what you shouldn't do, because think about it this way, you want to build confidence. And I just don't know that confidence can be built on pointing out the areas in your life that you need to change because the whole point is that we're building confidence, right? So we're building confidence in who you are right now. And even though, you know, thinking more positive and not comparing yourself to other people, all those things add into how you can feel more confident about yourself. But based off of the definition itself, it's a state of feeling certain about the truth of something. So when you think of yourself to build more confidence, you have to think about the things that you really are certain about yourself. If you reflect on, for example, a relationship you may have with somebody, how they view you, how you view yourself, that might differ. What do you know to be true about yourself? Even if it's not a desirable quality, being certain about something about yourself and being okay with the fact that you need to improve in that area also builds confidence. And so does knowing you're great at something and owning that you are doing well or excelling in an area of your life. So that's why I was saying that if you look at those articles and those article titles and the content in the articles, I think it's a little bit misleading and I don't know that it would really produce the confidence that you need to propel you into the next chapter of your life. And that's pretty much why I really wanted to talk about this topic because I I know I have a better method of achieving self-confidence that can actually propel you to the next level in your own life. Let's actually take a second to talk about comparing yourself to others in a way that can be helpful. If you think about someone you know that inspires you, 
that is able to do some of the things that you hope to be able to do one day or that you know you'll be you're able to do now you just don't have the confidence to do it yet that person at some point in their journey was exactly where you are right now and if i'm telling you the honest truth just based off of like listening to people's interviews that inspire me to be a better person and to do better in my own journey every single one of their advice about confidence and about overcoming limiting beliefs they learned their lesson during the process of developing themselves they didn't wait for their limiting beliefs to go away before they started taking action I know that when you've taken the action and you've learned the lesson, it's very easy to go to people behind you and tell them the lesson. But it's unrealistic to learn to it's unrealistic to learn what you can't know. Like you can't know what you don't know. like I'm failing to really explain this concept right now I'm like falling on my words but you some things you just have to learn in the process you can't pre-learn them you can't and I think that that's a huge misconception when somebody is ahead of you and they're giving you advice sometimes that advice is based off of them shaming themselves for not knowing what they know now ahead of time and I think that advice should be based off of exactly what you go through so that people have a clear idea of your path if they want to avoid some of the mistakes that you've made then they can do that but it's like on their own directive so if I tell somebody um, if you want to achieve anything in your in your life you have to overcome your limiting beliefs well yes you do But you don't have to overcome your beliefs before you take action. When you take action, it'll actually become so much easier to overcome your limiting beliefs because you're already in progression. You're already in motion. It's just so much easier at that point. So when people say like, you can't achieve anything until you overcome your limiting beliefs, they are not saying don't take action until. They're just saying that at some point in your journey, you're going to have to overcome this in order to continue, which is so different. And I think that that's the way that it should be worded for people to fully understand, at least for me personally, until I understood it in that way, I really felt like, okay, I must not be ready. I must not be ready. I have to wait um, for that feeling that I'm no longer being held back by my limiting beliefs. And of course, that feeling never came until I started taking action in the things that I wanted to achieve. And then, and even in that process, it was a slow buildup to letting go of some of those limiting beliefs because the next level, those limiting beliefs just could not work or take me to where I was going and naturally they had to fall off in order for me to take that next step all that to say action is what leads to building confidence going back to the articles I I really did think that they're they're really vague and I have yet to find any content kind of explaining it the way that I'm explaining it right now 
And this is why when you are reading content and taking in information from other people, even for me, you have to be able to assess and think about whether the information you're consuming is actually good for you and helping you and that you're understanding it correctly because you don't want to end up listening to information that isn't accurate just because you've seen it on the internet or somebody you think you can trust is saying it because sometimes you can honestly be misled by information even if it's coming from a credible source just based off of the way that you understand the information and when i when i think back to the articles not everyone has the same challenges and things limiting their potential i mean overall the articles have amazing advice some of which i give out regularly too However, where confidence is concerned, I know for a fact there's a simpler method to developing and building confidence. For many people, lack of confidence might be situational. Some people are more confident in their careers, but not in their dating life. Some people are more confident around people they're comfortable with, but not new people. Some people are confident about their parenting role, but not other things, and vice versa. Sometimes it's just that you are embarking on a new venture and need a confidence boost. But challenging yourself to be more confident than you've ever been isn't going to be found in eight easy steps. First of all, if you compare yourself to others, that's a whole article on its own because kicking that habit is not a simple step. For building confidence, I strongly believe that finding faults in how you are right now won't help you build confidence. My method for building confidence is taking action. If I were more confident, everyone is at a different level of confidence. So everyone's list is going to look different from the next person. Self-confidence is unique to each individual person. While somebody else's list might be to invite people over for a dinner party because that's extremely out of their comfort zone or they might request a meeting to discuss a raise. The point is make the list realistic for you while still challenging yourself to get out of your comfort zone. Make sure your list is made up of practical things that you can actually do that only need you to be a bit more confident than you are right now. I wouldn't put, take a Europe trip by myself if I can't actually afford to take the trip in the first place. So it has to be within your means, but still challenging you to get out of your comfort zone. So make your list of things, at least 10 things. This method is so simple and it works, but I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. You will absolutely feel dread anxious, sick to your stomach, you may overthink or have self-doubt, it's completely natural and basically mandatory to experience discomfort when you challenge yourself out of your comfort zone. I don't think there's a way around it and if you know a way around it, then reach out to me and let me know. But those uncomfortable feelings are very natural when you're coming out of your comfort zone. Anxiety is a serious mental disorder, but having anxiety when you're about to present something, interview for a job, or do something out of your comfort zone, including talking to a stranger at the grocery store, it's perfectly reasonable to feel anxious about it, especially the first few times you do it. So you'll have to learn to honor your feelings 
and remind yourself about the bigger picture. You ultimately want more freedom, and I'm sure you've heard that saying that discipline equals freedom. Confidence building requires a lot of discipline. You develop confidence by doing the things that you say you're going to do and by training yourself to do the things you believe a confident version of yourself would do. If this still scares you and you feel even more anxious just thinking about it, let's consider the worst things that could happen. You can get rejected, you can embarrass yourself, you can make a mistake or fail. So let's say you get rejected. An outcome is not a reflection of who you are or your worth or your abilities. Outcomes are information or opportunities to get information. If you want to get out of your comfort zone and expand your self-confidence, rejection is something that you're going to have to be comfortable with. It's part of it. It's one of those uncomfortable feelings I mentioned earlier when I was saying that in order to become more confident and get out of your comfort zone, you will feel unpleasant feelings and discomfort. And one of those things that could happen is that you get rejected. But the only way to overcome things is to experience them and not to shy away from them. So even being rejected, it happens all the time. Not everyone can get the job. Not everyone can get the raise. Not everyone is going to date that same person. Not everyone is going to do the same things. Like Outcomes are information or opportunities to get information about how to move forward. So you just have to learn from the outcome that you get. And sometimes the outcome will surprise you and you really do get what you wanted and you'll feel more confident about the fact that you went against all your uncomfortable feelings and went after whatever it is that you wanted. So you'll be able to try again or pivot, change direction. It's so important to go against your uncomfortable feelings because even if you're not doing it, It's taking up so much space in your mind just thinking about the things that you hope to do one day. Just start doing them because then you learn so much about yourself. You learn so much about whether you even want to do it in the first place or not. The outcome is really just information for you. It's information so that you can move forward with confidence, even if the outcome was not desirable. The ultimate outcome is that you get to make an informed decision about how you're moving forward, which is so much better than if you hadn't attempted in the first place. Back to the list, give yourself a reasonable time frame that is suitable for you to start checking those things off your list and then repeat the ones that you can as often as possible. I'm not going to go through my whole list, but like I said, everyone's list will look completely different depending on how They define confidence for themselves and what things they know that they can change in their life that will produce confidence for them to take them to the next level. With that being said, building confidence is not easy. It's it's honestly hard work. So I wouldn't pay attention to the seven easy steps to become more confident because it's really not easy. 
and it does require support for some people and so that's why I've created a seven-week program to help people become more confident in themselves and their abilities so if some if that's something that interests you I'm gonna put my contacts and everything in the link in the bio and if you're interested in learning from me and you think that we would be a good match and a good fit to work together hit me up and we can schedule a 30-minute call to just confirm that we are the right fit for each other and see what I can do to help you level up your life. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Growing Memos, the podcast. I look forward to chatting some more in the next episode.